0: talking about don't give up no matter what it looks like and it seems like since I've been bringing forth this message things have been showing up trying to get me to give up yeah. saying look what it looks like and I thank God I said you know what Mm-mm. I'm not giving up no matter what it looks like right. and now I've gotten a hold of feed that spiritual man make him as fat as you can make him I said, that's it. That's it. That's how I'm going to crush all this dumb stuff that's going on. You keep wondering, well, how do I get through this? I'm about to tell you. Now, you know, the world will contradict what God says to us. I mean, if y'all don't know that, you should know it by now. It's all around us. So we'll hear things contrary to the word, but we have to labor to believe that's the only labor part. Not to try to make what we're going to the Lord to happen. Not to arm wrestle, not to pray 50, 11 hours and all that and, and, and um, you know fast until you get bone skinny, trying to influence God to do something. No, everything you need is already done. Your labor part is to keep your faith in the field. Keep your faith out there working. Your faith, not you, your faith. And I think that's where we we go off sometimes. You know, we go on out there uh, trying to make it happen. You don't have to make it happen. It's already made. But your job is to keep your faith applied. Keep it in the field. Keep Keep it working. When things don't look right, I don't care. Lord, you said, that's the voice. You're putting voice to the word of God. This is how you overcome. This is how you become a winner. See, it's one thing, like I say, if you know how you have, there's a fight going on. There's always a champ, and there's others that are trying to become a champ. Now, when the champ comes out, they always introduce the champ first. When he comes out, the contender, he goes second. Why would they bring a contender out first over the, over the champ? When he comes out, people stand and clapping. And he's all with his little, you know, whatever, his little entourage. He comes out and he's standing over in the corner. Because see, he already knows he's the winner. He don't have to prove anything. He's the winner. Now, the little contender, here he comes. He don't get too much of a rah-rah. Everybody's pretty much like checking him out. Like, do you think you're going to take that your champ? you going to take him out? That's what the enemy does. He knows you're a winner, but he wants to know, do you know you're a winner? Do you know what you're equipped with? Do you know? So today I want to let you know, you've got a whole lot more going for you than you realize. But one thing you need to do in 1 Peter 5 and 7, it says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. I heard somebody talking about that today. They they keep saying they give it to the Lord, but do you really give it to him? Do you really cast all the care over on him? Not really. You may say you do, but you will sit there and the enemy will start talking he'll start reminding you. Now, I know what they said in church, and you said you agreed, but you know tomorrow you still have to do so-and-so. You know tomorrow they're having a meeting that you know they're probably going to be pulling you in in this meeting. You know, all the negative things to try to get your mind locked in on that situation so you can't focus on the word of God. That's his job. That's the way the enemy comes. That's the way he attacks. But you must believe this strongly enough to actually do it. You've got to actually believe I've my care. I cast all my care over the Lord. And he's going to work it out for me. I'm actually physically doing it, not just with, you know, through the motions, but casting that care, keeping my faith out there. No matter what it looks like, I don't care what circumstances look like right now. It doesn't matter. Because, see, the enemy is going to make sure your five senses get locked on how bad it looks. Well, you know they said this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Who cares? The devil will attack. Whew. This is where the devil will attack you at this point. Right there. Sometimes you're sitting here, you're not bothering nobody, or you're on your job, or you're in the car, you ain't bothering nobody, and bang, something hit you so hard. Man, where did that come from? And you were good. Some, sometimes you say, I, I, I'm past that already. And he will come through there, and he'll add a little something to it. And it'll rock your world, and you're like, oh, my God. That's right. What am I going to do about that? I mean, he tried it on me this week. Something I already gave to the Lord, not concerned about tomorrow. I said, Lord, I thank you because I know it's already taken care of. He brings it a different avenue. He come, swung around, add a little piece to it and said, okay, yeah, but what about this? Then I was like, oof, wait a minute. I said, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I said, because you know what? I gave it to the Lord, and he makes everything come out right for me. And that's what you have to do to shut it down. Shut it down immediately. Because if you sit there and fester, he's just going to keep adding to that thing and adding to it. And next thing you know, your head's going. You're starting to worry, and you're starting to add your peace to it. And after a while, you're going to shot this thing so big, and you're like, you don't even recognize it anymore. Where did all this come from? That's the attack from the enemy. That's his job. He wants you to give up. He wants you to cave in. He wants you to quit. He wants you to doubt God. He wants you not to be a believer. So everybody they say they're a believer. Yeah, but what are you believing? That's why I ask people, you believer? You a believer? Yeah, I'm a believer. I said, what do you believe? Man, when I say that, they go to stuttering. Well, 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 well. What what do you mean by that? I said, don't worry about it. I said, when we get time, we're gonna sit down, we'll talk about it. You've got to know in your heart that you believe the word of God. And you've got to know what that word of God is so you can say it back. So the enemy can hear the word of God on that situation. You've got to give voice to it. You will believe you before you believe anybody else. I'm serious. You will believe you before you believe anybody else. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, it is. is. Uh-huh. Because people can say anything they want to you, but if you already in your mind feel a certain way about a certain thing, it doesn't matter what they say. You can stand there and be looking at them. You can even be smiling. And as soon as they walk away, you'll be like, Please. Am I right? I know I ain't the only one that said that because it's the truth. You know, I'm not looking for it. You know what? Let me tell you something. I'm not looking for confirmation from the audience. I'm not. I'm here to deliver what the Lord told me to deliver. And understand this. He's getting me too. You know, I'm not perfect. Ain't saying I'm perfect. You know, he didn't tell me I had to be. He didn't. So the other fellow, he quickly comes to condemn you when you mess up. Psst, child you know what you did last night you know you said that person you know how you cut them off not- that's his job he comes immediately to put condemnation on you well you know you didn't look the best when you came in people looked at you and you you know and you know what sometimes you don't even realize that you haven't notified your face or had a face adjustment and you may go into a room at a particular time and you might be thinking about something so you don't really understand or see your reflection to know that you, you're frowning you know what I'm saying? So they automatically assume, you know, I've had people say, oh, you're just an angry black woman. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not an angry black woman. Why do you say that? Well, I'm just looking at your face. I had a man say it to me one time. Yeah, I'm determined. I'm just going to say something to you, you know, because you came up in here with your face all, you know, looking like something. I said, looking like what? He said, well, you just, I just wanted to see if I could just take you on because you didn't look like you was friendly. I said, well, you know, I'm sorry about that. You know, I said at the time, I was concerned about what I had to see about with my vehicle so I didn't really come busting up here with a smile on my face when I had issues with the car so I'm sorry you got offended by my face not looking friendly, you know. So when he said that, I I sat down, after I sat down and got checked in I said Lord forgive me because I don't want my face, because I know who I am, I don't want my face pushing people away, they're thinking I'm one thing and I'm not that. So it hurt me, but it got my attention though. I said, you know, I'm gonna keep a check on that so that when I do go out, I remember who I'm representing. Right. You know, I don't want people to look at me and take the, wrong, you know, take the wrong thought and keep it going. Even when I go to work, I see kids coming in and out and I say good morning to them. Some of them won't speak, but it's okay. Or some of them say, thanks, I say have a good day. I stopped the girl the other day and she was telling me she had an exam coming up and she was, she was so nervous, just really nervous. I said, I said, what's the matter, sweetheart? We were in the elevator together. She says, I I stayed up all night studying. She says, and I don't think I'm ready for the exam. I said, let me tell you something. Don't look at it that way. Look at it. This is a review of what you studied. She looked at me. She says, what? I said, it's a review of what you've studied. And she says, wow, ma'am, thanks. She says, you know what? I'm going to kick it out. I said, there you go. I said, you studied, right? She said, I did. I said, well, this is just going to be a review of what you studied. She said, well, I'm going to ace this. Kept it moving. And I said, Lord, I thank you that he gave me that to say to her, to bless her. And that's what we're supposed to do. You know, move this thing along. Don't have people, the very thing you say to somebody can keep them from giving up. You never know. Your smile, just you just like, hey, how you doing this morning? Good morning. Boy, the girl told me about this guy. She, uh, she was so thankful she'd said something to him. Um, she didn't know this man from nothing he was on the train with her and things weren't looking so good for him and you know she just started talking to him and uh, after they were about to part ways he turned and looked at her and said you know what I was really thinking about taking my life today but just listening to you I think I want to live so see you don't even know we don't even know the people that are at to the point that they are ready to give up, because they don't have the word around them. They don't have somebody saying, don't give up, no matter what it looks like. But we have all this word inside of us and won't say anything. We're walking around here looking worst in the world. Won't open our mouths, won't say nothing. I said, are you kidding me? Open your mouth. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Don't give up. Do you hear me? And people can see that on you. They can see the light. You, Man, why why do people leave me alone? No, it's your light they're chasing. You know, they know you have something on you. They want some of that. You now, it used to be a saying, said, you want a piece of me? Yes, they do. But in a good way, you know what I'm saying? They do want a piece of that. They need a piece of that. They need to get fed with that. You know, people have such, we have such sweetness of God in us, and that should be flowing out of us. Not venom and evil looks and all that. Put a smile on your face Say your face needs an adjustment. Make it quick, you know, Oh, I'm good? Well, you need to notify your face because this sure doesn't look like you're good. You know what I mean? This, mean? I mean, it may sound funny, but it's so true. And, you know, when we were talking last, uh, last week, I said, you know, we're to the point now, you need to know that our confidence has a spiritual payday attached to it. And you know what? Everybody, I told you, everybody likes a payday. They do. Whether you're working or you get it once a month, twice a month or whatever, payday just puts a smile on your face. Because, you know, now you got money coming in, you say, "Phew." And I'm greedy. I look for a payday every day. I do. I just, i am be looking hard as a dog. I mean, people laugh at me when I say it, but I say it and I expect it. And you know, when um, they were talking about this gas situation coming up, you know, they were saying that gas is going to be jumping 23 cents, and the devil said, yeah, you're already talking about you speak over the gas prices, and you expect the gas prices to drop. I said, I sure do, and I'm still speaking over it. I said, if we could get enough believers to lock in and take back what we're supposed to take back, all this is ours. But we just sit by, we don't say nothing, we don't do nothing, we're not giving voice to the word. Why not? This is all belongs to us. We're the head and not the tail. Why don't we open our mouths and put voice to this word? And change these situations around us. Don't just lay back, well, they said, this. child, please, not me. I fuss all the way down the highway. Every gas station I passed, you, you a liar, you a liar, you a liar, you a liar, you a liar. I said, 20 cents, you a liar. I know if anybody see me driving, they that something is wrong with that lady in that car. And I'm just driving, looking, you're lying. You're a liar. you a liar. I said, 20 cents, and that's what I mean, 20 cents. And you're dropping. I don't care what they say. No, it's going to drop. Take it. You've got the authority. Take it. I said, no, we are building the kingdom We're not building this kingdom down here, not Satan's kingdom. No, we've got a work to do, and our money's not going to be tied up going into the gas tank for everybody's little whatever they come, dumb idea they come up with, we are not going to fund their expedition. We're going to fund God's expedition. So we're not going to have our money tied up. Any kind of way enemy can come through and mess with your head to cause distractions and clutter so you can't hear God speak to you, that's his job every day. Every day, and the Lord said to me, he says, stop, stop, shut down the clutter. Tell the saints to shut the clutter down. They can't hear me talking to them because of the clutter. And you wonder why things are going away because you are getting caught up in the clutter. Shut the clutter down so you can hear God talking to you. That's how you know, no matter what it looks like, I'm not giving up because I've shut the clutter down. I got refocused on the word of God. See, we've got out of focus. That's right past the door. Reset. We've gotten out of focus. An enemy's happy if he can keep your head messed up. Can get you focused on the wrong things. You know, everybody has things. Everybody has situations. Things coming up. Maybe you have children, you know, you're concerned about their education. Or how you're going to pay for their education. Or, or, or whatever. Lord, I thank you for favor. I thank you for giving my child favor. I thank you for opening doors that we don't have to go into our pockets. That your money will come to them. Doors will be open. Opportunities will open for them. And you know what? He will do that. Instead of you sitting there trying to figure out how in the world are we going to pay for this child to go to school. Do you know how much money that is? No, no, no. That's not just, not, no, no. You don't have to worry about that. Say, Lord, I roll that care over on you. And I thank you for the favor of God or my child. He's going to open doors, and it's not going, we are not going to have to spend everything we have to put our children through school. No, the Lord's going to open up a way for you. So no matter what, you know, well, you know what, Well, you're just going to do something else. I don't think we're going, you're going to be able to go there. And yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you can. Yeah, yes, you can. That's where you're going, and God's making a way for you to go there. Do you understand me? Don't give up. Don't cave in. Say, no, God wants the best for us. He has the best for us. It is just waiting on us. Keep your faith out in the field. Now, I've got some responses I wanted to, to give to you to aid you in not giving up. The first one is renew your mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2. The battles we fight are taking place in the mind. In the mind. Do you hear me? In the mind. Deacon Lenny, I'm not sure if I gave you this one, but I... Yeah. I did. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, it means dedicate your bodies a living sacrifice, consecrated, pleasing to God, which is your rational and intelligent spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world But be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may perform and accomplish God's will. That's amplified. See, if we think different, we'll live different. Mm -hmm. If you think different, you'll live different. When your mind is renewed by the word of God, you walk like... The child of God that you are. That what you know when you're a knower, it's yours and it's already done. And when I keep my confidence in the word of God, it's going to manifest. It's going to show up. I've had people say, man, you know, you get something to say, I didn't know you want something like that. It's a lot you don't know. But it doesn't change the fact that that's what I wanted. And now that because I wanted that, I stood for that and I got that. I didn't know you had taste like that, but you know now, right? I didn't know you want to live in a house like that, but you know now that's where I'm living. Yes. God wants the best for us. He has the best for us. Can you get that in your head? Just, just think about that. Renew your mind. Mean, shut the clutter down. Stop thinking about that old dumb stuff. Stop thinking about what happened yesterday, or your friend come by and said, child, you can give up on that, because you know what? I tried it, It didn't work. Forget them. What did the Lord tell you to do? I don't care about what happened to you. Obviously, you're not a believer. And he didn't tell what he told me. He told me, and that's what I'm doing. I said, I'm going to do it quickly and quietly. When the Lord tells me to do something, I do it quickly and quietly. I don't run around, try to get 50 witnesses. Let me tell you what the Lord told me to do. No, 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 no. I don't believe in that. The Lord told me to do something. I do it. And guess what? Manifestation shows up next thing you hear is a praise report. What? I didn't know nothing like that was going on. There wasn't enough for you to know. No. I went to somebody who could do something about it. He told me what to do. I kept my faith in the field. I kept that word applied. See, the word, you voicing the word is not to try to uh, force God to do it. Uh, I'm going to make God do it. No. That's to keep your faith out in the field. Say, you know what? I don't care what it looks like. I'm not giving up on that situation. That's what that means. Not that you're trying to arm wrestle with God to convince him to do it. It's already done. Your faith is going to drive that thing to you. Do you understand me? So you don't have to, oh, well, if I pray enough and I speak in tongues uh, 24 hours and I just lay there all night and just pray and groan and moan, that's going to get God's attention. I'm just going to keep fasting, fasting, fasting. Y'all, it's good to fast, but you've got the wrong motive no that's not fast that's not what it's about keep your faith in the field keep it out there keep it working god has already done it you and you know what it's already done in your spirit man it's done inside already your faith keeps that alive so you know what just keep speaking it after a while it's going to come out and everybody's going to see it and Say, lord what is this this is the lord's doing And it's marvelous in our eyes. Yes. It's supposed to blow people out. I said, oh my God, what is what what y'all doing over there? Come and see. Come and see the man that we deal with. Let me tell you what's going on in our life. Let me show you what he's doing. The promises he's made for us. His children. We've got rights. You've got rights. Change your thinking, saints. Change your thinking and you'll live different. Next, confess the word of God. Here we go. Hebrews 10 and 23. See, our mouth can be a powerful arsenal. We find ourselves speaking what we believe in. He said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful. That promise. He is faithful. Don't waver, meaning don't get shaky. Don't cave in, don't quit, regardless of what the, situ- the circumstances look like. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He says it right here, for he is faithful. Every promise he made, he will keep. Every promise God made, he will keep. But your faith is not supposed to waver. Don't let your faith waver, saints. If you believe, believe. If you believe, speak it. I believe God. I trust God. Lord, I thank you what your word says. Your word says this. Your word says that. And I believe it. And keep it moving. Because situations come. Sometimes bills come unexpected and it will knock the wind out of you. Said, say, oh my God. And you know what the first thing you say? Where am I going to get the money to pay for that? Wrong answer. Wrong answer. God shall supply all I need to take care of this bill. Any other bill come in here? According to his riches, not yours. See, you're already hollering, so you know you, you don't believe you're rich already because you're hollering about it. Where am I going to get the money from? All right, I, said, I thought you said you was rich. What's, what's with this? What's with that? Why are you saying that? Rich people don't do that. They don't. They don't be hollering about where am I going to get the money from. Not rich folks. Are you kidding me? They write a check or send somebody to take care of that. Oops. If I stepped on you, oops. Sorry about that. Let me step a little harder because we all need that wake up call. Watch what come out your mouth. should be the word of God. Lord, I thank you that this bill is already taken care of. I gave it to you. I'm not worrying about it. When it's due, it's going to be taken care of. He will send something, change things around. I'm telling you, I've seen him do it over and over and over. I mean in a hurry with the quickness. I looked at it one time, and I go back, and it's something. I said, like, what? Okay, wait a minute. something wrong. Go back and look at it again. No, it's still saying that. I'm like, okay, but I thought I had to pay this. Now you're saying I don't owe nothing. Look at God. Look at God. Only God can do that. Do you hear me? Yeah. Only God instead of, oh, God, now where this is going to come from? Now, I, you know, I got to pay this. God, now, we don't have no more money coming in two weeks from now. You know, we we got paid last week. If we had known this last week, we could have squeezed something out. See, you running and taking it somewhere, and have no business going. No business going there. I believe God. I trust God. Lord, I thank you. I don't care what. I thank you. My way of escape is already made. Hold fast. Hold fast to what comes out your mouth. Profession of faith. Keep the faith in the field. Do you understand me? Whoever the commands the mountain to be removed and cast into the sea and has no doubt in their heart will have whatever they say, Mark 11 and 23. No doubt in your heart. No doubt in your heart. See, your spirit man will never doubt. He never doubts. Your spirit man never doubts. Never. 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 We need to be allowing our spirit man to be on top. He should be controlling our life. Because see these five senses here, that's what's wrong with us right now. We've been listening to these five senses. Oh, my head's, you hear people, oh, my head's killing me. Watch your mouth. You don't want that, do you? But it is, I said, do you want that? No, I don't. I said, don't say that. Take that back. Please don't say that. Your spirit man would never say something like that. Because he knows he's healed. Jesus took care of that to finished works over 2,000 years ago. So who are you listening to? Obviously, when you're listening to the world, your natural man is so fat, but you've starved your spiritual man to death. And he's just barely hanging on. If you just feed me, just feed me the word of God. I'll show you just how powerful you are But you got to feed me the word of God. You've got to feed your spirit man. Do you hear me? So that you won't be moved by what you see or what you hear. Because that spirit man said, don't say that. No. God made a promise. He took care of that for you already. Why are you saying that? No. Do you understand me? He's faithful. God is faithful. Do you hear me, saints? Psalms 107 and 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Who he has redeemed from the enemy's grasp. We're redeemed. We're redeemed. I am redeemed. I don't care what it looks like. I am redeemed. Say it. it says, let the redeemer of the Lord what? Not think so. Say so. It's a big difference in thinking and saying. A lot of times people say, well, the Lord knows my heart. He sure does. He knows all about you. But what are you saying? It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You got to say this. You got to say this thing. Say it. I'm redeemed. Lord, I thank you. My way of escape is already made. Hey, whatever came in the mail, I'm not being moved by it. I'm not. I can't help how this body may feel right now. By stripes, I am healed already. I am already healed. I, hey, the doctor you went to school for, whatever. God bless you. But you know what? Your word is not my word. This is what I say to you. This is what I say about this situation. I'm healed. I'm healed. I don't care how you feel about it. I'm healed, okay? Have a good day. This is what I say. You are not going to come here and rain on my parade. You're doing your job, but guess what? I'm doing mine too. I'm doing my job. I'm, I'm speaking. I am redeemed. I am healed. I am prosperous. Whatever. Say so. Say so. You've got to say it. You can't think it. Say it. You have to. You have to. Hmm then you've got to meditate and ponder the word of God. This makes it real. And what we meditate on comes to pass. Meditate and ponder on the word of God. This makes it real. And what we meditate on comes to pass. The book of God's word shall not depart from your mouth, you shall meditate on it day and night and see that you, you, that you do everything written in it. Then you shall prosper and succeed. That's Joshua 1 and 8. That's in the Amplified. Said the book of God's word shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. See, that's how that spirit man keeps getting bigger and better. You med- meditating on that word day and night. This book of the law, you, that's what you got to speak. See? It's good to read it, but you know what? On our iPads, you know, they have a version that's got the little speaker on there so you can hear the man actually reading it. I love that. I just hit that little thing and let him go ahead and read to me. So he can say it and I say it too, just to hear it. You know, you hear that, hear it just coming out. I said, <clears throat> that's good. I said, Lord, I thank you for technology. It's good. He so said, meditate on these things and give yourself completely to them so that your profiting from them will be visible to everyone. That's 1 Timothy 4 and 15. Meditate on these things and give yourself completely to them so that your profiting from them will be visible to everyone. Everybody needs to see it. See? That thy profiting may appear to all. See, when you meditate on the word... Turn that situation around. People's was like, man, what? The thoughts? Oh, I've been meditating on the word of God. And guess what? Everybody can see it. Oh, that's what you've been working. It's here. The Lord says, surprise. I told you I was going to do it. It's here. And the fourth thing is praying in confidence of what Jesus already did. And that's Luke 18 and 1 what he already did pray in confidence of what Jesus already did also Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint lose heart and give up meaning no matter what the circumstances no matter what it looks like don't give up do you hear me don't give up don't give up. Jesus told you. Don't, why, why would you give up? You, I mean, everything that you need has already been done. It's already taken care of. So why are you going to fall out? That's crazy. That's like a man saying, oh, I'm so thirsty. I'm, I'm so thirsty. If I could just get some water, and he's standing next to a water fountain. Okay, who's stupid up in here? You got a water fountain here. Drink. Put your head down. Push the button over your mouth and swallow. Why are you talking about how thirsty you are? It's water. Drink it. Are you kidding me? It's that easy. It's the same with the water. We've got everything that pertains to life and God. It is everything. Why would you cave in? Why would you faint, get shaky, and give up and just say, well, you know what? I guess the Lord didn't want me to have I get so tired of that lame story. People get me with that. And these are believers. They get one time, you know, I believe God for so-and-so. As soon as it doesn't come, well, I guess that wasn't the will of God for me. That is lame. You're lazy. You are just lazy. You ain't want to stand. You ain't believe for it. You just said it right out your mouth because you heard somebody else say, well, I'm going to try that too. You ain't believe it when you said it. You never believed it. You must believe. It's not enough to say it. You got to believe it. Only believe. Well, I said it. I said it. Yeah, but did you believe it? Did you believe it was gonna show up? Did you? Yeah, I believe it. I do, I believe it. If you don't believe it, don't say it. I'll be just that blunt with you. Hey, it ain't gonna come to pass. And you know what? You ain't hurting the Lord none. You the one gonna be coming up lame. You the one gonna be looking stupid. Not him. Because see, you didn't believe it when you said it. And he knew that. He knew that. Said, lean not to your own understanding. Don't lean to your own understanding. Well, if it if I can't figure it out, then how is he gonna figure it out? Are you kidding me? It's like the Lord telling the man, "Look, I want you to go over here." Lord, I don't live over there. Wow. Oh, I don't know where you live. Seriously, I'm with you day and night. I'm with you everywhere. But I don't know where you live. Now you telling me you're not going there because you don't live there? Huh. Well, that's the way we are. Well, Lord, I, you know I tried this. I tried. You're talking to God Almighty. Lord, whatever you tell me to do, I am doing it. I don't care what it looks like. Would you tell me go north? I'm going north. You tell me stand still, I'm standing still. I got three zeros looking at me. I know it's shut down, but I just got to finish this sentence. Whatever the Lord tells you to do, get the clutter out. Shut it down. Get quiet so you can hear. The Lord is constantly talking to us, giving us instructions on what we should do. And you know what's so sweet about it? He walks you through the process. He tells you. He don't leave you just kind of flanging on just you know, leaving. No, the Lord doesn't work that way. He gives specific instructions, just like he gave to Noah about that ark. Told him what kind of wood, told him the dimensions, told him everything. Right. He didn't know, uh, know it back. You know what? He told me to do this. You know yeah. what? Now, where am I going to get that kind of wood from? Are you kidding me? See, when y'all see it on TV, it's different. You know, in your mind, it's like, okay, we got it from the manufacturers. You know, you got electric chainsaws and all this kind of stuff, everything cutting down, and, you know, you got all these people working on the project. He told one man, told him what kind of wood now. The wood wasn't cut yet. That's the other thing. So how he cut them trees down? And how did he know one gopher from another gopher wood? You know what I'm saying? And how he get measurements? how did he do all that stuff? Yeah, how, how, how he do all that stuff? How he pick up those big old planks bombs up? You know, even with them little bit of boys he had working with him. How, how do you get this stuff to stay together? You know what I'm saying? And then how are you going to convince animals bigger than you who can eat you and kill you? I need you boys to come on up here, just two of you. Now, they got maybe 50, 11 children, but look, we don't need all y'all. We just need mama and papa, a male and a female. And we got to convince all you, jokers, just, just two of you, two mosquitoes. How can you sweet talk two mosquitoes? Look, guys. Don't bite me. I just need two of you. Could you come on board? Yes. Now you know that ain't nothing but the Lord. Yeah. I mean, it sounds funny, but that's how specific God is. He gives you instruction so you will not fail. Do you understand? Yeah. So there's no reason for us to cave in and quit and give up. If you go to him first, cast the care on him, shut the clutter down, he'll tell you exactly what to do from moment to moment to moment where you will always be on top. Always, do you understand me? God makes everything come out right for us. I don't care what man says to you, God is faithful to his word. Yes. I don't care they say you don't even gonna have a job next week. Lord, I thank you for my new job. And I'm gonna be making more money than I've ever made, and I'm gonna be higher than them same ones that told me, sorry about that, bud. you know, you're the last one here, so you're the first one to go. Mm-mm. Say, I'm going to a place much better than here. And I'm going to be making more money than I've ever made in my life. Do you understand me? I'm leaving here with a smile on my face. Say, Lord, thank you. And they look at me like I done lost my mind. She crazy? No, I'm not crazy. I'm confident. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Do you hear me? Highly favored. I'm the apple of his eye. That's what I am. So there's no reason for us to, no matter what comes up, saints, don't give up. No matter what it looks like, don't cave in. And above all, don't quit. It's no need to quit. It's time to trust God and believe God. Say, you know what? He says, don't worry about it, Vate. I already know about what they think they're going to try to do to you. They're not going to do it, because I'm not going to let them. i got something much better than that for you. So don't fear. No fear here. No fear here. Because see, that's, that's the little nasty thing he like to use. Let me just read this little piece to you. The blessing of God is on my life and empowers me to prosper. The favor of God on my life produces the opportunity to make it happen. Do you hear me? Read Psalms 37 and 23 steps of a good man, a good woman, are ordered by the Lord. And because the Holy Spirit that is in me guides my steps, I'm always in the right place at the right time. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.